This is my episode three. Let's try this again. Third time trying to record it, guys. I am new to this. This is me trying to get my sense of self out there. This episode is about my light being dimmed. Um, how it started. <laughs> Still getting to know me. And so in this process, I learned that... 
did my own light and didn't even know it. So here I go. My light when I walk in a room is there. People tend to see something I just couldn't see. I carried an aura that radiates around me and some people welcomed it while others envy of it. So I think being a good person is not enough. I've learned over time, really, in my mind, in my mid and late 30s that people use you and abuse your time and take advantage of your friendships. I learned a hard way that friendships, it should be reciprocated. If you feel like you're the person that's giving and giving and giving and nothing is being given back, then it's not a, a mutual friendship. It's one-sided. And I had to learn that the hard way. Yes, I could be nice. Yes, I could just look at the good things. But we also got to look at what's not working and address it instead of brushing it under the rug. I'm no longer doing that. I'm addressing what is there. And if this is true, we should be able to talk about it like adults and get past it or move on and talk about what what's really going on. If you have an issue, if you don't have an issue, is it from your past or your childhood or your background, then let's talk about it. Let's get through it. Let's make healthier relationships as we become older in these ages going forward you know I am learning a super hard reality in my late 40s that I'm attracting what I was used to and what I have tolerated my entire life I really never appreciate was appreciated like I appreciated others I put everyone on a pedestal not expecting the same for myself I put people on a pedestal but did they put me on a pedestal I don't know I mean I think I was really respected and people enjoyed my company, but I don't know if they held me in high regards as I did them, but that's my perspective. I don't know truly how they felt, especially when it's not told to me. So I really never got that. I put everyone above me my mindset was one-sided not realizing how I wasn't giving myself that same love I needed to love me like that and honestly I was missing that (laughs) so I tolerated a lot And when I say my mindset was one-sided is that I felt that's what I needed to be like. That's what I needed to do to be liked by others. This stems from the mental being screwed up in my head by my mom and how she viewed the world and how she treated me. Being fed daily, weekly and monthly that I would never be shit just you are like your dad being told you were ugly but at the same time she dressed me up like a doll so do you like me um or do you like dressing me up 
to be something that you want people to be mesmerized mesmerized by you know now I see my beauty and I wish I saw that growing up I didn't see it I actually thought I didn't look well I didn't like my nose I remember back in the day when everybody was getting nose jobs I looked at different (laughs) celebrities and I decided I wanted a nose like Janet Jackson from um, Good Times and that wasn't even a nose she had got but then when she got her first nose job I was like oh that is a perfect nose but now I love my nose (laughs) I grew into my nose and I'm better for it now I didn't say out loud I was ugly and I never portrayed myself in that way because like I said before my mom dressed me up to be a doll so I knew how to look good on the outside There was always something different about me in this life. My mom was mean and surly. I remember watching the movie Mommy Dearest and I was like, wow, is this normal? That's how I felt. Getting whoopings with switches, extension cords, broomsticks, belts, or whatever is near was a daily experience for me along with verbally abuse. Somehow, some way, I believe God covered me in those situations. Because most of it, I don't remember. Because I knew how to block it out as a kid. Half the time, I just blocked it out of my mind because it's nothing I wanted to remember. I felt I was too sheltered and... I really did not understand why my mom was so angry. But then again, she never shared with me her past. And it's not the lack of not asking, but at the same time, you didn't speak as a child. You only speak when you're spoken to. And back in the day, They weren't speaking to the kids. The kids went into a room while the adults were in the living room. I came out to dance and entertain and I went back to my room. That's how it was. But now, you know, kids can interact with the adults and they have conversations. I'm still not used to that till this day, but that's how it was. I was raised like an only child. I am the only child of siblings with a different dad. I came 19 years after the last child, so I believe I was a surprise, the love child. I believe my parents loved me. They loved me dearly and just was married to some, my dad, he was just married to someone else. And then he became loyal. I get it now. I will explain that later on in another chapter, but they had love for me and they had sacrifices I did not understand at the time my day was married my dad was married to another woman that did not accept me and made 
my dad distant himself from me during a time I needed him and his experiences of life and just and just some simple advice that I needed from him was missing because of that but that was his choice he was there for me as a younger kid and now that I am older and he is no longer in this world I understand his point of view especially now having gone through a failed marriage I get it I get what he was doing because he wasn't being honest in what he was portraying to be My mom did not talk to me about anything and I wasn't asked any questions, nor did I have conversations. She was very strict and did not engage with me. So for a long time, I didn't know if she loved me. And I cried to one of my sisters, the the one that was 19 years older than me I cried to her almost daily in high school that my mom did not love me I really didn't know because she never said it she comforted me by saying my mom showed her love differently however then I only choose to see the good in people and blocking out all the bad and not calling people out on their age S-H-I-T. I didn't call him out on his stuff. This led to me seeing the world through unrealistic eyes, believing everyone is a good person and trusting so easily and left me very vulnerable to people that is not authentic with who they're trying to be and what they're trying to do. Left me not really looking at the entire picture. And so I say that to say... Um, now I have a perspective of, yes, I'm still a good person and I see the good in people. I also see the bad sides and I trust it and be straightforward with what I see. And if that is something that we can work out, great. If it's something that they want to brush under the rug, I am open and honest and telling them that that is something that I choose not to do ever again in life because it didn't get me anywhere. It kind of made me wake up later on in life. Being that I was given this facade of happiness, I just don't want to live in a facade. I'm a very happy person and I have been blessed to not been um jaded um with different hardships in life but I'm definitely going through a lot in this moment and in this period in my life and I hate that I had to go through a divorce especially when I thought that it can be savageable but it can't it couldn't be one-sided it had to be the both of us and it was quite difficult because we had different languages and come from different backgrounds which I think played a very important part in that and that is something else we also disagreed on but all in all I just want to share 
that was the first part of dimming my light, not seeing my light. And when a person says, oh, my God, (laughs) you are one of the first people that said something to me that I remember out of the blue, like in high school, um, I was one of the popular girls and she said, why are you talking to us? And I was like, what are you talking about? She was like, you don't have to talk to us because you are a part of the it crowd, but you don't act like your friends. And I was just like, well, I get along with everyone. I like you, and that's why I'm talking to you. I don't have a particular set of people that I have to talk to. I never agreed with that type of um, friendship. I've seen it. I've been friends with people that's like that. But it just never came natural to me like that. I like all types of people and I embrace everyone's differences. And that's just me and how I always was. And so I want to continue to be an example. And I appreciate that that person saw that in me. And she was like, you're really a good person. And also... I had another moment when I went to do some professional development or self-development on myself right after my marriage. Um, I was in a room with everyone in the room and I was the only black woman in that room and they saw my light. They saw who I was authentically and they saw me come out of my shell And I had no idea how bad that I was not seeing who I am. I had lost so much, so much part of me. And that's all on me. It's not on anyone else. It's me. I chose to do that. And um, it's just through life experiences that you have to never, like, give up who you are as a person just to make a situation better or you feel like you have to give up a part of yourself to make something else successful so when people started saying oh my god your smile is amazing and when you um come into a room I see you when you grab the mic and and spoke to us and you felt more confident from the first day you came in you were shy and and now you grabbed the mic and was able to share and I was you captivated me and I was just like oh my god thank you for seeing me and so it is nice to be seen to be heard to be wanted and those are some important parts that um a lot of women tend to give up, especially when you're in a marriage and didn't have that example to to stem from. And so, yeah, I am moving forward. I am moving on. And I apologize if y'all hear the background because someone is really trying to have a conversation while I am recording. So... I'm going to end this (laughs) and this is episode three. I hope you enjoyed. 
what I have shared and learned something or got something from this um, next episode. I will share more. But again, don't be scammed. Don't get screwed. Love Spell is still here. And I have so much to share with you guys. This is just the tip of the iceberg. I'm out. Peace, love, happiness, and good things always happen.